to get by Benning. Darnell Nurse left it in the corner, gets up center. Perry, Welcome, everybody, to the Forever Mighty podcast. Uh, we have have a dumb fun game today uh i'm pretty excited about uh with me as always is your beloved eddie eddie say hi hello everybody (laughs) uh and then joining us today is two uh friends of mine uh one is someone who i don't like that i like and someone (laughs) is someone that i am indifferent to liking uh first uh from the Oh my god, why can't I think of Jules from the Crown. I kept putting your name in front and I was trying to figure out what the hell the R stood for. Uh is Robin Pennington. She does the Jules from the Crown podcast. Uh how are you, Robin? I am decent. I am missing my podcast because SB Nation. <laughs> yeah, no, they make things difficult sometimes. Uh and from the cannon? I can't even remember what the name the of the damn okay. Alex, <laughs> Alex Connor, Pale Dragon, the one, the only. I don't. He's an Ohio State fan. I try not to hold that part against him. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Happy to be here. Awesome. So, uh, for anybody listening, there's a cast called the Shutdown Full Cast that doesn't matter today. But for the purposes of transparency, uh, I stole a game from them and specifically from Ryan Nanny. So what we are going to be doing today is drafting our awards finalists for the Hart, Norris, and the Vezina. Uh, I have sent them all a list of players, but like blinded out? I don't know how to say it. But basically I sent them all a, a list of players where none of the players have names and there's just four stats for each player and based on those statistics or pieces of information they are going to draft players for each thing at the end of each um what do you call it at the end of each award i will reveal who everybody's three is um and we'll move on to the next award and then at the end we'll go over it and we'll see um I tried to pick legitimate contenders. I was telling Eddie this before we started. Uh, I tried to pick legitimate contenders. I tried to pick long shots, and I tried to pick one that were funny uh, because I still think it's hilarious that one of them got stuck with Tulane. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm really bad at this. Uh, seven, like I completely forgot how to do this. <laughs> it's a lot of obscure stats for random players. Some of them good, some of them not so great. From what I some can tell from so. some of these, yeah, uh, and basically, and look, don't, we're gonna tr- don't be hard on yourself. It's preseason for all of us. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're not quite um, there yet. So, yeah, we're just not in game shape yet. This is our last exhibition game. Uh, but the other thing that I thought made this a lot of fun is Robin's a Kings fan, and Alex is a Jackets fan, and obviously me and Eddie are idiots and we're Ducks fans, and it is going to be a long year for all of us. So I thought it would be fun to give us all a little extra something to root for. 
because uh, it's going to be a long year. So the three of you will be picking. Um, I haven't. I don't think I'm going to do three because I th- I wanted to have more choices. So there's going to be six left, but no big deal. Um, so before uh, instead of me talking and keep screwing this up, we are going to start with the heart. Uh, before the game started, we decided the order. Uh, so for the heart, Robin will go first, Eddie will go second, and Alex will go third. Uh, Robin, with the first overall pick of the Blind Awards draft, who would you like to take? I'm going to take the aptly named player number eight. 252 points in the last 289 games. 2.26 shots per game, a career average for their career average. This is weird, weirdly written, so I'm gonna blame Steven's already you. Getting ripped apart <laughs> before we get into it. I, I did kind of try to write it in odd ways, just to make it a little misleading. So, okay. Oh, is the 2.6 shots the 2.2? I think it's supposed to be their career average. 58.47 expected goals for in 2021 but has never reached 30 goals in a season. So that's my first overall pick. All right. Seven, eight, nine. Uh, That would have been my top one as well, so damn it. (laughs) All right, Eddie, who you got? All right. Uh, I'm going to go for player three. Uh, 300 points in the last 288 games. Finished 15th overall in expected offense, I'm assuming last year. Uh, ranked 413th out of 495 in expected defense and had a career-high shooting percentage last year. Just going straight points here and hoping this is uh, this is somebody good. <laughs> if you guys have any guesses who you think you're taking, I do want to hear them. Uh, Alex, number three, sir. Okay, I will go with uh, maybe a bit of a underdog story here player number nine who was not drafted in the first two rounds uh has only scored double digit power play goals once but he was in the top 50 in expected goals percentage last season and a 17 expected goals above replacement last season so uh, i feel like this one's pretty good good to know uh let's see eight three and nine uh, all right, Robin, The who is your second pick? I'm going to pull up Boston here and go totally off the board with player number four. Led team in points and assists, second worst plus minus on the team. 197th in goals <laughs> against for 60. And plus <laughs> .23 in expected goals plus minus per 60. I'm gonna love this so much. This is <laughs> this was such a good idea, Ryan. You're never gonna hear this, but I want you to know how much I love this idea. So thank you, uh, Eddie. Who is the fifth off the board? I know you want me to pick player thirteen, who has more career pims than assists, but I'm not not <laughs> going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I know who player one is, but I'm gonna save it for the end. So I'm gonna take player one, who was third. Uh, in expected goals for percentage in 2021 outside the top 100 in goals against per 60 first I guess in the league in Corsi 4 per 60 and two times as many giveaways as takeaways 
Man, I don't know. Lots of hockey men are very upset. You can't give the puck away and expect to win. That's all. <laughs> so I'm it, means, it means he has a puck a lot, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. That's the stats boy answer. I love it. That's a stats head answer. Oh, you can't. Never mind. You have the, if you're hitting, you don't have the puck. Very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Alex, who's your second? Go with uh, player fourteen, who is a a multiple time forty goal scorer. Uh, had a career low in points last year, but you know, hey, it's a COVID year, doesn't count. Uh, seventh worst defensive expected goals last year, which you know I, I prefer guys that can you know play two hundred foot games. Uh, but he was a fifty six point seven seven goals for percentage last year, so uh, I like that a lot. All right, all right, and uh, Robin to round out uh, your finalist grouping. Who do you got? Oh. God, I don't know. There's so many to choose from. Um, I, don't I know. gave everybody. I, which one? I said, skip me and come back. I can't make up my mind. Nope. Gotta go. She's the Minnesota Viking. She's skipping her pick. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lose your pick. Um. Oh, God. Okay. Then I guess. Did anybody pick player number six yet? No. Okay, then I guess that'll be my my third pick. 38.11 expected goals for, 0.43 goals per game career, 7.5% shooting percentage at 5-on-5 last year, but a third of their career goals have come on the PP. Gotta bring it in for the PP. Just ask Alex Ovechkin. (laughs) I'm feeling this is more of a Mike Hoffman kind of pick, but... (laughs) Player 6 was my guy. But I'm gonna go for player seven, uh, who has 1.41 points per game in his career. Which I feel like you threw that out there to throw me off. You might have got me with this one, but only gotten past first round once. 30% of career points on the power play, and never finished above 50% in the faceoff dot. Nerd. It's a nerd pick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me, Alex? All right, well, sorry, my, uh, my boy Bjorkstrand just got a goal here in the uh, Jackets game, so I'm pumped about that. Uh, but I will go with uh, player number 10, uh, top 20, and expected defense in 2021. Love my uh, defensive players here. Uh, he was outside of the top 150 and expected goals for percentage, uh, 2.86 goals for per 60, uh, but had his lowest time on ice in the last five years uh, last year. So, But that's my pick. All right, does anybody want to guess at who they think they got? Oh, man, I was trying to remember who I picked. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. I think I might have gotten <laughs> McDavid or Drysaddle at player number seven, but I don't know yet. Well, I guess, no, that's wrong because he got passed. Okay, maybe. I, I don't know how many times the Oilers got passed round one. So I, I, I know they did against us, but I don't know if they did again. I, I think that was the only I time. Think so. I think they've been bombed out ever ever since, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven's McDavid. Ah, there we go. All right, good start. I'll take it. Uh, Robin, you got any guesses for who's on your team? Uh, I'm I'm gonna steal somebody else's guess and say Mike Hoffman for one of mine. No, uh, but the Mike Hoffman S pick is actually better than that. So. Oh. Uh, 
I am just real quick getting everybody's down. Uh, huh. I oh, really yeah. hope there's a Zach Ronaldo or somebody in here. <laughs> Go see. <laughs> oh, Blue Jackets legend Zach Ronaldo. Exactly. So, Hard all right. Um, I will tell you guys your groups, and then if there's anybody who you want to know who they are, let me know. Uh, Robin. Player eight is Matthew Barzal. Oh. Player four was Roman Yossi. (laughs) (laughs) And player seven was Patrick Line. Okay. (laughs) Well, player six, you mean? Player six? Six, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had it right. I just, uh, I read the wrong number. Take back seven. Anything anything bad I say (laughs) about player number six. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, Eddie, uh, three is Huberter. 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 <laughs> uh, player one is McKinnon. <laughs> All right. And uh, player seven was McDavid. So you have Huberto, McKinnon, McDavid. Can't 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 argue with have that one. That's strong. <laughs> can't can't <laughs> argue with that one. I was I was kind of <laughs> hoping for somebody bad. Uh, Alex, player nine is Braden Point. Yes. All right. Happy with that. Player 14 is Alex Ovechkin. Nice. All right. And player 10 is Mark Giordano. <laughs> Ooh. That's an interesting one. Interesting. Eddie, would you like to guess who our beloved player 13 is? Um. Oh, man. I have. He's a winger, I, I would hope, with that career faceoff percentage. Uh, is it uh, Tom Wilson? Nope. Not a winger. Oh, it's God. a center. Um, nope. I have no idea. It's Zegra. Oh, you, you would. Yeah, I knew you Ooh. had to throw him in there. Really? That's, I guess that makes sense. More career pin. 12 pin penalty minutes, 10 assists. <laughs> I was really hoping you could see Getzloff. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Man. I did, you know what's funny is I didn't even think to put him in here. I tried to throw people in here from everybody's team but i didn't even think to put getsy in i need to know who the rest of these guys are though so who is player two uh player two is sebastian aho okay player Mm. he was next on my list so that makes sense wait which sebastian (laughs) (laughs) definitely the island is sebastian uh player five who is player five cole caulfield Okay, I knew you'd have to squeak him in there. Um, player 11, is that O'Reilly or Bergeron? No, close oh. though. Like, very, very close. Does anybody else want to guess with those two being perfect comps? Oh. And then 12? Yep. Uh, former. How did I describe? Yeah, forty first overall pick. Yeah. Is it somebody from Florida? I feel like it'd be somebody. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> no. is it Tavares? Uh uh-uh. uh, close though. It's Matthews. Oh. He's really? not been a finalist. Did he not win the? No. Oh well, I, I guess he's been he a won the winner. Rocket. He's won the. He's Rocket, not been a finalist. That's okay. That's. What about the Calder? Was he not a Calder guy? He's a no, winner, though, I, think I guess. He lost. No, he won it. Really? But if you're saying he's never been a finalist, he guess he's won them. 
So technically, <laughs> he's not been a runner-up. <laughs> I must have screwed up then with the Calder thing because no, I wasn't no, thinking of that. Uh, so player thirteen was well, Zegers, it's not one of these things, so And then player player fifteen, right? That's the last one. Yeah. Oh man, Joe Pavelski. Oh. Okay. So, uh, all right. Uh, so uh, now we will do the Norris. And, Eddie, you get to go first. All right. There's only one player I am confident about in this entire list, and that is player number nine. And I I am 90% sure I know who it is. Okay. I will save it. So you're taking player nine? Yes. All right. All right. Uh, Alex. Uh, I'm going to go with player five who has never finished top five in the Norris, but he has multiple 20-goal seasons. Uh, he's a minus 109 for his career, plus minus, uh, which makes me think that he was a, um, you know, maybe a good player for a really awful team. Uh, and he has never played below 20 minutes a game in his rookie season. I also have a guess for this guy. Uh, but, yeah, so player number five will be mine. Okay. Robin? Um... I'm going to go with player number 11. I got a feeling I know who this is, too. <laughs> All right, let's go to the north. There it is. Uh, okay, so player 11 has won a gold medal and a Stanley Cup. Four seasons with more points than penalty minutes. Finished last season with negative expected goals for even strength offense. And bottom 25th percentile for expected goals for percentage for defensemen who played over 500 minutes. Player eleven. All right, Ed, you're up again, bud. Oh man. Okay. Um. I'll take player one, multiple or Norris finalist once, multiple fifty plus point campaigns, fourteen goals over the last two seasons, and thirty third in goals for per sixty amongst D men. I have no idea who he is, but. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds slightly better than the rest. He sounds like, um, oh my god, who's that guy in in Dallas that oh, god. everybody like all the Stars fans always get upset that he like never has stronger Norris consideration. Oh, is it Klingberg or Heskinen? Uh, I'm gonna make whoever's guess that was <laughs> make them guess that. <laughs> oh man, is, Stephen, is PK Subban in this list somewhere? I couldn't possibly begin to tell oh, you. I, I hate, I hate you. He is. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, uh, Alex, it's up to you again, bud. All right, I'm gonna go with player number six. He's made the playoffs the last five years, so that guarantees that voters have actually seen him play. Uh, uh, he 151st out of 178 in. Um, what is XEVD? Is that even strength expected goals? Def- uh, expected uh, expected even strength defense. Gotcha. Uh, so basically bad at that. Okay. Uh, top 40 in uh, individual expected goals for D-Men last season, um, but has only finished with a positive plus minus three times in eight years. But I will take player number six. All righty. And now we are back to Robin. Um. I will go with player number three. More career assists than Pim. Fifth worst expected goals above replacement at minus 5.7 last season. 
amongst D-men who have played at least 500 minutes. Um, tenth worst expected goals for percentage among D-men with 500 with 500 minutes time on ice. Career point four nine points per game. This is the dumbest game in the world. It makes me so happy. <laughs> it's great. Uh, all right, back to you, Ed. Final pick. All right, all right. Let's see. Hmm. All right, I will go for player fifteen. Three point zero nine expected goals for per sixty last year. Fortieth worst expected goals against per sixty. Back to back thirty plus assist seasons, but never been a Norris finalist. Okay. I'm only confident in my first pick, and I feel like I might have picked PK Subban. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alex. All right, I'm going to go with player seven. Um, just pretty coincidence that I got all three in a row on the list here. Uh, he's finished above 30 points twice, uh, finished above 50% in expected goals, shot percentage, uh, Fenwick, Corsi, expected goals, uh, all things that I like here. Uh, 2.32 goals for per 60 and 2.31 goals against last year. Uh, top 40 in expected goals for per 60 last year among D-men with over 500 minutes. Player seven. Sorry, my uh, personal security dog is smelling something <laughs> at the front door. Uh, uh, Robin, final pick. Um, let's go with Claire number 13. Minus 24 last season. 97 points in 129 games. 12th worst expected goals four percentage last season uh, for D-men who played. Apparently, I, I like D-men who have played at least 500 minutes time on ice, <laughs> <laughs> but has had multiple 35-plus assist seasons. So bad at defense, but good at assisting. Which is exactly okay. what the Norris Trophy is for. All right, folks. <laughs> who do we think we drafted? I, I am fairly confident player nine is Kel McCarr. Other than that, I Correct. have no idea. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, for number five, does his last name rhyme with Schmeckman Schmarson? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. It down Only one things. man can carry a minus 109 <laughs> so for his career. You got that one, man. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Robin, who was the one you think you got? Um, I feel like player 11 would be Drew Doughty. Uh, that would be correct. It was Look the gold you. medal. You all identified your picks. That's exciting. It, it, for me, it was the gold medal and the Stanley Cup. Yeah. That's what yeah. I My hope was, well, let me say this. Does you guys want to guess at anybody else? Uh, I feel like one of them has to be Klingberg, maybe one of Oh, who was it? Player one, I, I think. I know. Was it? No. Yeah, I think you were thinking player one was Klingberg. Yeah, player one or maybe um, player seven. One of them is Klingberg, and I feel like one of them would be Haskinen. Probably wrong on both of them. Yeah, unfortunately, you are wrong on both (laughs) of them. Is player one P.K. Subban? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Eddie, you took Kale McCarr, 
Mark Giordano, and Shea Theodore. All right. Which one was Shea Theodore? Player 15? Theodore was... Yeah, 15. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Alex, you've got Schmeckman Schmarson, <laughs> Schmorgan Schmiley, and Schmakeup Schmuba. <laughs> Schmakeup, what a name. <laughs> uh, I, I, I gotta be completely honest with you guys and say I think Robin's group is my favorite. Drew Doughty, Seth Jones, and Quinn Hughes. That's a nice one. Okay. <laughs> Which one was Quinn Hughes? Uh, he was your last pick. He was 13. Wow. Jeez. Wait, which one was Jones? Uh, Jones was three. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That tracks. Yeah, I, I did not expect Quinn Hughes' stat line to be that bad. Yeah. His, but also Vancouver. So. Yeah. I was really surprised at hey, the 12th think, worst expected goal. Did anybody goals else for. look uh, familiar, Alex? Oh. Um. No, wait. Which one was number nine? Uh, nine was Makar. Okay. Four is your boy Warenski. Ooh, okay. Uh, Who is two? <laughs> two is Rasmus Dahlin. Okay. Does anybody want to guess Rasmus Dahlin, 6'3", 207? Okay. Yeah, I had no clue, dude. I would have just assumed he was like 6'1", 150. <laughs> well, no, no, he has to be bigger or else why would people still think that he's still? <laughs> oh, there you go. <sighs> uh, anybody want to guess who 14 was? Was David Savard? No. I say Gudis, but that would have been a fun one. Too though. many points per game in his career. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Savard would have had the points. Never mind. Uh, man, you're righty. Is it? No, it's not Ekblad, is it? I can't speak a lot of power play time. Obviously. No, it was not Ekblad. I don't know. Risto. Oh. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that all makes sense. <laughs> Eddie, to your point though of me being a troll, number eight was Radko okay. Gudis. I like that. Twelve is Dougie, and ten was so Aaron no PK Subban. That's surprising. No PK Subban. Once you said that, I was actually kind of pissed off at myself <laughs> for being completely honest. <laughs> We're all disappointed in you now. Yeah, God, seriously, it's about par for the course. Uh, let's see here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are down to the final category, the Vezina Trophy, which, first of all, I would just like to say that, one, trying to pull four goalie co- uh, goalie stats that don't, like, it's very hard to know who they are and see the stats because things make sense. And I'm tr- I was, like, trying to pull things and being like, I think we all like kind of know who good goalies are and who bad goalies are. Like, how am I gonna jink? Like, how am I gonna juggle? I this? can only imagine some of no the guys idea. on this list. Like, you can pull together fifteen well, solid defensemen, but you've pulled together fifteen goalies here. So, <laughs> it's it was a choice. Luckily for I... you, though, I spent very little time thinking about this. Just okay. kind of quickly, like writing down my picks here before we got <laughs> online. Um, I th- the first one that I took, I started. I don't remember why I put a star by it, but I'm guessing I really like this guy's stats. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Are you, get, are you taking, man? Okay. Uh, player 14 has had 54 career shutouts, 19 career points, 
which is really interesting, although I hope I'm not taking Mike Smith. 46 career playoff wins and a 2.41 goals against average for his career. I think 46 career playoff wins immediately takes Mike Smith out of the... (laughs) (laughs) Four career shutouts. I mean, he was good, but he was never 54 career shutouts good. But he's been around for a long, long time, so... I'm pretty sure that Mike Smith played with uh, Gordy Howe, so <laughs> that that tracks. Um, all right, uh, you are next. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with player number two. Has never started forty games in a season. Seven shutouts last year. Minus two point oh eight goals saved against average last year. And turns thirty this year. I need to know who this is. That he's never started forty games and had seven shutouts last year. That's I wild. I know who it is, but I will save my incorrect guess until the end. <laughs> uh, all right, Ed. All right, I'm just trying to, to find where John Gibson is in this. <laughs> in this <laughs> list. <laughs> so. Take player to take. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take. Player nine, who had the most goals against at even strength in the league last year, multiple 30-plus win seasons, a career save percentage of 917, and a career goals against average of 2.63. I think this is John Gibson, but I will wait for your answer until the end. Okay. Were the Ducks really that bad yes. last year? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many teams. <laughs> Weren't they in your division? (laughs) Did you not see that? You don't understand how bad the Kings were last year. Like they, I swear to God, they were neck and neck with the Ducks for who could outcompete each other for who could. It was basically that like five game (laughs) stretch at the end of the year where we played the Kings five games in a row and I think lost like three or four of them, where it it turned around for. What was like? Like both teams gave up. They the oh, the, the so game of crapometer just broke for how little the guys on the ice cared. Yeah, well, it was like the other night he tweeted me being like, "Oh, I'm very excited to see which team blows the third period this time." And then Ducks go up three zero, and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> we, we have our answer, folks. Uh, all right, Alex. Uh, okay, I will go with player number one, who was fourth in expected goals against, had five shutouts last year, is a multiple Vezina finalist, and we know that the GMs just vote for the same guys they always vote for, uh, and has started 40-plus <laughs> games each of the last five years. Workhorse goalie there, number one. Uh, uh, Robin, it is you, uh, Let's go with player number six. 21 wins last season. Hasn't had more than three shutouts in a season in the last five years. 1.37 goals saved against average. And then uh, has started 60 games in a season three times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Eddie? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for player number eight has started 60 games in a season multiple times, 32 career playoff wins, uh, 2.9 goals above replacement last season. Is that, is that right? Which uh, one is player it? Player 8. G-A-R. Which... Is that goals above replacement? 
Okay. Yeah. And a negative 6.97 goal saved above average. Sorry. I, uh, the little computer started vibrating next to me and I got distracted. Because I'm a squirrel. Um, Alex. Good, sir. All right. Player number five, who is also a former Vezina winner, third best save percentage for goalies with 20 starts last year. Uh, he has multiple 20 lost seasons in the past and just one shutout last season. All righty. All right, Robin, who's rounding out the goalie group? Uh, let's go with um, player number 15. But right. Minus 5.8 goals saved against last season. I think that's what GSAX means. I don't know. Goals saved above expected, yeah. Yeah. Oh, expected, right. Goals saved above expected... Uh, 159 career wins, 7.6 goals above replacement last year, zero shutouts last season. All right, Ed. All right. Final pick of the whole thing. I'm going to go with uh, player 13. Started 50-plus games three times, 2.61 career goals against average. Uh, 24 career shutouts, 15 wins, 15 losses in the playoffs. Okay. This is this is very, very good. I'm very happy with everybody's picks. Does oh, anybody no. wanna does anybody wanna guess who they think? I think they John have? Gibson is player nine. He oh, is no. not. I was thinking player nine might be Sergey Bobrovsky. Is <laughs> no. not. Okay. <laughs> Um, my incorrect pick for number nine is John Quick. Uh, no, John Quick is not number nine either. John, uh, sorry, number nine is Connor Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck gave the most goals against the even strength last year? Dude, he played like 18 games against McDavid <laughs> and Matt. True. Yeah. True, true, yeah. And he had Dylan DeMello as his like number one. <laughs> It makes that, more, that, a little more sense now, yeah. That's impressive that you made Connor Hellebook look like not appealing on this list. That is really <laughs> right. well done. Like, yeah, the fact that I was Reed sniffing out John Gibson and got Connor Hellebuck is. <laughs> me, and, me and Paul Maurice have a gift. We just make Hellebuck look like garbage. <laughs> Good old homo. Anybody have any other guesses? Okay, well, my incorrect guess for player number two is uh, Vasya. Vasilevsky. Oh, he's, I was like, who? Who do I? Who is this goalie? I don't know. Uh, uh, number two. Uh, anybody want to guess? Turns thirty. Grubauer. Oh wow. Okay. How did you make Grubauer look good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven shutouts last year. Now I get it because he was on the Avalanche, so that makes sense. <laughs> he, he he was a Vesna finalist last season. Let's not forget that. <laughs> As we want to. He did look amazing last year. I forgot about that. Eddie's right. Good old Grubert, as they're calling him in Seattle now. (laughs) All right, player six is that John Quick? No. So, uh, Kingston have twenty one wins, did they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) I don't know how many Ducks. Well, I guess Cal Peterson probably played most of them. Uh, Two and a half. (laughs) 
Yeah, that could have been Gibson. <laughs> no, uh, number six was Mike Smith. Oh, he was in here. Okay. Wow, I didn't know he started 60 games in a season three times. Uh, Makes sense. All yeah, right. Luck. Uh, a, a acceptable goalie on a lot of awful teams. Yeah. So, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. All right. Like, just good enough. Who did we get? All right. Alex, you have Jonathan Quick. Andre Vasilevsky and Mark Andre Fleury. Wait, what numbers were those? Uh, Quick was fourteen. Uh, Vassy was one, and Flower was five. All right, I'm happy with that. Well, Vassy, uh, he started more games than I thought. Cooper well, relied on him more than I was considering. Honestly, well, consi- why wouldn't you? He's just his, a his, monster. And his backup was Curtis McElhenney. Oh, Who I love, but it's Curtis McElhinney. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa's defense is like, well, it's almost as good as Colorado's. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I think it's probably better. Well, damn. Damn, man. I hate Colorado. They're like prime Nashville from four years wait ago. Wait till we see Kemper's this number as after this season. He's going to look like a, a Hall of Famer. God. Jay is going to be insufferable. Kill my car. Uh, okay, Robin, you got Grubauer, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, player six was Mike Smith. Mm-hmm. And player 15 was Jake Allen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's so bad. Jake Allen having 159 career wins is very interesting. I dude, when I was saw that stat, I got so excited because I was like, "Wait a minute! He played all those years in St. Louis when they were a good to above good team, and like he just split time with Brian Elliott like the entire time." I was like, "He probably doesn't have a huge raw total, but he probably has enough to throw you off." He's played for like what ten years, something like that. Yeah, it's obnoxious. Yeah, yeah he, he averages like four and a half wins a season. He's just been around forever. He was really good in, like, his first two seasons. Like, he came yeah. in as a hot young rookie, and then he had a super lights-out season. When in his first full rookie season, he was amazing. Well, and then he one, sort of spiraled. Is he one of those guys that, like, had a really good playoffs one time, but that won't, wouldn't translate to regular season stats? I feel yeah. like there are guys that yeah. that happens to as well. It wasn't the year. I can't think of anything else, anybody else in St. Louis that that would account for. You know who's training in that direction? Jordan Bennington. <laughs> oh, is he? Is he, like, actually <laughs> not good? Weird. Oh, my God. The Blues fans hate him so much now. <laughs> He's Jake Sucks. Allen 2.0. I don't know. That feels weird. Gee, you hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> they could have Jonas Corpusella for a second-round pick. Just saying. <laughs> All right, Eddie. So, you got Connor Hellebuck. <clears throat> Uh, with Connor Hellebuck was number nine. Uh, number eight is Martin Jones. Thirty-two career playoff wins. God, Jesus Christ, you sucker! Uh, player thirteen, maybe my favorite player on this list. Cam Talbot. Thank God I picked Connor Hellebuck. Wait, let's I cannot tell you how happy I am that Cam Talbot played 72 games in one <laughs> season. 
Are you saying that Martin Jones actually had 2.9 goals above replacement last season? Is that mm-hmm. or is that like a allowed above replacement or? <laughs> yeah. I think I just read. I, yeah. I just read that stat. This math doesn't work, guys. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we got to call the Twins. This is all. This is wrong. All right. Who else do we uh, got on here for player three? Uh, player three. That's Gibby. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, twice as many losses as wins. That checks out. <laughs> uh, anybody want to? Five. Player five. Former Vezina winner, third best save percentage for goalies. That was that was Flower. Oh, Flower. Okay. Former Vezina winner, baby. I thought that would be Price. Recent Vezina yeah. winner. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Uh, yeah. Any current or former jackets on that list? I missed. Uh, no, I don't okay. think so. No, I don't believe so. There's a jackets former jackets goaltender who used to play for the Knights, and now I can't remember his name. Oscar oh, Banks. No. Well, I think he no, he played in the O though. But why can't I remember? Oh, oh, oh! You bet the one. Yeah, Knights. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, yes, Steve Mason. Steve Mason. That's what I was trying to remember. So anytime that there is a young goalie that it has a really hot start, I just assume like, oh, that guy's going to be another Steve Mason. <laughs> like, you know, Carter Hart, for example. Oh, man. Oh, you mean goalie number 11? I knew he would be on here. <laughs> but I thought he was going to be. Ooh, yeah, that 12. is rough. Yeah, could, could, okay, player 11 had two career shutouts, career 905, a sub 400 quality start percentage, and negative 16.09 goals. You didn't put goals anything good expected. about this player on there, did you? <laughs> <laughs> which I, I need to be fair three seasons <laughs> all of which he played for philadelphia who again chose to add rasmus Ristolainen. <laughs> yeah i i yeah, and, definitely not one of these people jumping on the flyers bandwagon this year so that 905 got tanked because of last year was so bad yeah i think he has like a 917 and like a 912 or something like that and then last year was like 880 or something, 890. It was awful. And his backup is now Martin Jones. <laughs> yep. Flyers, <laughs> what did you do? Why? <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, every good move they made, they kind of made a worse yeah. move. Like, oh, we got Ryan Ellis and Rasmus Ristolainen. <laughs> like, oh, we locked up our goalie for three years, which gives us a perfect opportunity to see how good. And we decided to screw ourselves by bringing in Martin Jones as his backup. So, okay, sure, why not? I feel like that's a lot of Metro teams like took a step forward and a step yeah. back. Like oh, basically every team in the division can be really a lot better or a lot worse this year. It's really hard to tell which is which. So. Well, that's I think part of that is just like that's had three or four of the best teams in hockey for the last so many years that it's just like at any point the wagon the wheels will just fall off the wagon and it's just coming. there's absolutely nobody i'm confident about in that division at all nope is player for jack campbell no you see sorrows oh for uh baby amen <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody think they can del- get me 12 or 7? Um, 12. 2.32 goals against average last year. Career 919. Save percentage. Never started 20-plus games in a season. 333 quality start. 
feel like it's either a newbie or somebody who's been a career backup. Is that Shesterkin? Mm-mm. Oh. Samsonov? No. Sorokin? Mm-hmm. Nope. <sighs> on all the new Russian guys. I was going to say, we're just going <laughs> to I don't know. Uh, Spencer Knight. Oh. Wow. Uh, what, did he play like yeah. 10 games Called last it. year? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so very small sample size numbers here. Wait, I'm pretty sure he played four games. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we got player seven and player 10 left. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, player seven is really weird. Third team in three years, eight eighty nine save percentage, won sixty percent of regular season career uh, regular season starts in their career. Career nine twenty six save percentage in the playoffs. I feel like this is somebody who is in Alberta. I'm thinking maybe Robin Leonard. No, not. Is Robin this an eight eighty nine save percentage last year? Last year, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Hmm. But they had to have made the playoffs <laughs> at some point in their career. Maybe even if it's for one game. It is. Oh, oh. that's a good one. That, yeah. I mean, yes. Thank you so much. I'm... I didn't think he was on his third team, though, because I know he was in Vancouver last year. Yeah, he's, he got he's on bought Dallas, out. Though. He got bought yeah, out. Yeah, his third team would be whoever he's with now, Dallas, right? Dallas. Yeah. So. Oh, God. Okay. That's it's the third team that threw me. I was like, this this screams Holtby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it comes down to player ten, two twenty win seasons, nine eighteen career save percentage, three hundred one games started, and a negative two point zero two goals saved above average last year. This could be like seven guys. <laughs> and. The second best goaltender on Twitter of all time, maybe. Oh, so later. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of goaltenders. I was going to say Eddie Lack, but there's no way he's on this list. Well, Eddie's a good one. <laughs> Eddie Lack's a good one. Obviously, number one is Luongo, who is yes. the GOAT of yeah. Twitter goalies. All right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so we are going to go over this one more time. Do you guys have yours written down and want to read them, or do you want me to read them to I you? I remember everybody but my defense, so you might as well just read them to us. Okay. Uh, for all right, so we will go. Uh, the heart. Robin has uh, Matthew Barzal, Roman Yossi, and Patrick Line. Uh, Alex, you have Braden Point, Alexander Ovechkin, Mark Giordano. Eddie has Huberter, Nathan McKinnon, and McDavid. Probably the best actual group. Which is stupid. <laughs> Can't believe you guys let this happen. The only one I was confident about was Player Seven being McDavid or Drysdale. The other guys, I was like, oh, I'll take a flyer and hope that <laughs> that they're good. <laughs> All right, for the Norris, uh, Eddie, you have Makar, Giordano, and Theodore. Uh, yeah, Alex, you have uh, Schmoliver, Schmeckman, Schmarson. Schmorgan Schmiley and Schmakeb Schmruba. Which is really just like the ultimate yeah. like are they a number one? Are they a number two? We don't know. Oh, 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 they're number two, all right. <laughs> no, I, was gonna say, I think you can Dude, really make the case that OEL is number two. Wait, what'd you say, Robin? I'm so sorry. 
Sorry, I was the one who interrupted you. Cause no, I'm, no, no, you're fine. Nobody uh, I wants to hear you talk. Saying, I, th- I think it's pretty easy to make the case that OAL is for sure number two. <laughs> Morgan Riley had a 72-point season. I did not remember that. Well, look at who he was playing with. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but it was like the first year that they all popped off, and that's why. But I was just like, oh, my God. Morgan Riley's decent. We're good for, like, a season. Wait, who? The Leafs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need them to win a round. I need these jokes <laughs> to die. I, I need them to win one I round. I live near no, all I, of them. I don't, I don't oh, yeah, you live up LA. there. <laughs> I live yeah, in L.A. where there's Dangle's no Toronto. Yeah, head would explode, so it's kind of a benefit for all of us. <laughs> but he, like, explodes. From happiness. Yeah, they'll win one yeah, round and then get obliterated by Boston in like round two or something. The iron. Oh, <laughs> that would be. Uh... <laughs> the ultimate would be that if um, so, they beat Boston in round one, sweep Boston in round one, but then get swept by the Habs in round two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the problem with. Sorry, here's the problem with that. Scott would be unbearable. That's true, but he's already unbearable. So. <laughs> or just anybody that just shouldn't be there. Like, a team that just shouldn't have made it that far. That would be great. Okay, too. reverse it. I mean, reverse round and round the results from round one and round two and that make it Boston so instead. But, oh my god, you know what would actually so be funny? funny? If they faced off the Senators and that, lost to them That would one. be great. Oh. <laughs> or just a, an identical collapse to Boston as they did a couple years ago. In round two. I love it. All right. Uh, Robin, your Norris was Drew Doughty, Seth Jones, and Quinn Hughes. Oh, yeah. Lots of number twos in there. (laughs) (laughs) And for our Vezina, uh, Alex, you had Jonathan Quick, Andre Vasilevsky, and Marc-Andre Fleury. Robin had Philip Grubauer, Mike Smith, and Jake Allen. Eddie had... Connor Hellebuck, Martin Jones, and Cam Talbot. Saved by Connor Hellebuck. <laughs> Just to let you know how bad I am at this game, I literally got the worst of all three in all three groups. I got the worst group of all of them. <laughs> Drew Doughty. <laughs> Drew Bauer. <laughs> you know what, though? Here's the thing. So as I was telling you, I put people like into categories to like make it as potentially chaotic as possible. I 100% had Seth Jones in a legitimate contender because all they have to do is be a little bit better than somebody thinks they're going to be, and he's going to win. Well, and he's he's the kind of player that, despite his bad advanced stats, that hockey guys still love him. And <laughs> for the record, I still think that he's he's due for a bounce back. I think he's going to be overpaid once that contract kicks in, but yeah. like overpaid doesn't mean bad. He still mm-hmm. has a lot of good things going for him he was just on a a scheme that was not good by advanced stats and he was just on a bad team that was had a lot of quitting in them last season so uh i think joe's gonna be good i don't is he gonna be as a you know a norris contender again uh i just i don't think he's gonna get to that level just because there's so many other really great defensemen in the league at this point but i think that he's going to be have another very good season or two coming up here even yeah. if I think Chicago overall is not going to be great. Yeah, no, I, I think he is going to benefit more than anybody from Jonathan Taves coming back. Yep. 
I a hundred percent think that there is a version of Seth Jones that is a really good defenseman. The mm-hmm. question is going to be about finding it and mm-hmm. finding what kind of partner he needs to play with. Yeah, because... well, I mean, I, I think let, let him fly offensively because yeah. um, being paired with Wierenski, that made Jones the more defensive one of that pair, which he was able to do for a lot of seasons. But it also, I think, tamped down on some of the offensive skill that he does have and that he has flashed occasionally. But if he's able to just be that guy and just, oh, take the puck and run with it, there's a lot that he can do when he's got the puck. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. he's got great size. He's got great speed. Um, he's got a huge reach. I mean, when you're watching him in person, it's like he takes up half the zone with his with his wingspan and his stick and everything. So um, he does a lot of things right, and I think he's got a lot more offensive game. I mean, the Jackets power play has been so god-awful with Bismol for the last few years. <laughs> so bad that we promoted that coach to be our head coach. Um and uh, so with a competent power play, Jones is going to rack up a ton of assists yeah, in there. He'll be playing first power play with Kane and Debrinket. It's Absolutely. Even if he's not scoring, he's picking up a few secondary assists here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I I mean, in Columbus, he had to do everything, right? Like he was right. playing close to 30 minutes a night with Ransky because the guy behind them was Ryan Murray and Dean Kukan, So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I think that there's a little bit of um, – I think maybe the playing 25 minutes a night is too much for him. If he's more in the 22 minutes a night range, that's maybe more more what he should be doing. But, I think he got overworked a little bit. Uh, but I also think there were just a lot, a lot of factors this last season. And, yeah, I mean, 2018 he was fourth in Norris voting, and he was legitimately great that season. So I think people have this idea of what Torch's hockey was like. But for the first few years that he was in Columbus, like that was – they were analytical darlings. I mean, they had great possession numbers, and Jones was a big part of that. It's just after all the departures and, and losing Bob and stuff, that they went to a – they basically turtled for two seasons, and so it made the uh, underlying stats look bad for everyone, including Jones. Well, I was going to say, like, you lose Duchesne, you lose Panarin, mm-hmm. you, you know, I mean, even Saad when he was in Columbus was a good player. Like, Drove dro- possession, yeah, sure. They're, yeah, so I just think it really was just like – an exodus of talent at just the worst possible spots. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I have been thinking about this while you guys have been doing all the work. Uh, I figure what we will do is we will revisit this at the end of the season after we get the awards and everything. And I will go inverted points for finish. So anybody who finishes first gets, I don't know, nine points or whatever down all the way to, one point for a ninth place finish or something like that and we will see who has the most points uh at the end and who is the 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 blind gm aficionado i guarantee you cannot wait i'm fairly confident martin jones is not winning the vesna trophy this year so we're all right there see that's the kind of lack of faith that sets people up to fail eddie you need to have some belief in your players um, what if he does? What though? if you I mean, hockey Twitter would lose its mind? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the year he leaves San Jose? He turns into a stud. Beats oh, that would actually be, okay. This I need now because there are more than a few Sharks fans I would love to poke with that stick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Kyle's brain would explode. That would be really funny. It would be funny. Kyle deserves nothing less. <laughs> Oh, 
Um, all right, I'm just going to open this up. Everybody plug your stuff, por favor. Anywhere you are, anywhere people can find you. Great. You guys did a great job. Appreciate it so much. Uh, as you can hear, everybody, we are just rushing to get our content in front of you guys. <laughs> Can't possibly imagine why two Ducks fans, a Kings fan, and a, Shark, uh, and a Jackets fan are miserable uh, with the season four days away. I'm not funny. I'm not clever. I'm not popular. So, literally, I mean, if you want to follow me on Twitter. Sorry, you can... so what you're saying is you're hockey? <laughs> So we all love you, even though, okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fine. Okay, that's it. Robin's the NHL. I would plug my um, my podcast, but I don't know what's going to happen with my podcast. Thanks, SB Nation. Shout out to the great state of California for just totally raking independent contractors over the coals. God love you. Yeah. You'd also be pitching a Kings podcast to Ducks fans, which I <laughs> <laughs> Well, in the reverse sense, I've, I've pitched a duck podcast when I talked to CJ. You know, you know that actually might work. So I can see ducks fans. CJ's tolerable among you ducks fans. Is he? Is he? More than you. Well, look, that's a low yeah. bar. Let's not give. Let's not give everybody a participation trophy. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Uh, all right, so you can follow me on Twitter at Pale Dragon Seabus, uh, where I sometimes talk about hockey, but mostly just post pictures of my dog. Uh, and then I write for the Canon, that's at jacketscanon.com, if you want to know more about the Columbus Blue Jackets, which people will be surprised to know is a uh, professional hockey franchise in the National Hockey League since 2000. <laughs> all facts. Bye. No soap operas, just hockey. <laughs> I I really cannot tell you guys how how much me and Eddie appreciate you guys doing this, and I this was a lot of fun. This is a blast, yeah. I I really really appreciate it. We uh we may have to figure out another way to do something like this again soon. So thank you, Alex. Thank you, Robin. Eddie, go away. Uh, everybody out there. Uh, end of the year. I think. Uh, I think we'll have something up for you. I think me and Eddie are going to try to sit down tomorrow and do a mailbag or something like that, since so many of you couldn't possibly wait to ask us all your amazing questions. Uh, so thank you, everybody. And uh, hopefully this was a slightly fun little secondary preview. So uh, all right, I'm out of here. Bye, everybody. Bye.